0: Hey there, educator. If you are tired of working more than you actually live, if you want to leave school on time and feel better about it, then I have the perfect resource for you. It is my latest book. It is now available on Amazon. It comes for a limited time at a crazy introductory price and with a free workbook to help you get the most out of it. It is called Beat Teacher Burnout with Better Boundaries The Secret to Thriving in Teaching Without Sacrificing Your Personal Life. Isn't that what we all want? It's not just for teachers, anybody in education. And the secret here is it's going to help you set boundaries in Every area of your life, not just teaching. It comes with a proven framework, it comes with sample scripts, everything. Did I mention it has an amazing workbook that comes with it for free right now? So go over to Amazon. You can either put in the name of the book, which is again, Beat Teacher Burnout with Better Boundaries. Or you could put in my name, Grace Stevens, and that's Stevens with a V, S-T-E-V-E-N-S. Although I should tell you, there's another author on there with the same name who is all about the cupcakes. So that's not me. I am not a baker. She seems lovely. I get her email and um, all the time. But anyway, <laughs> go check out the book. Tell your friends about it. It's the best thing you're going to do for yourself today. Beat teacher burnout with better boundaries. All right. See you on the inside. Okay. So here's a mini episode, the Lunchbox Love Note, which is designed to trust the universe. It's something I just put out there and hope that it will reach you right at the moment when you most need to hear it just like that little love note that someone used to slip inside your lunchbox that reminded you, you were seen, you were loved, you were treasured just when you needed to hear it. So anyway, this week's love note is about the subject of hanging in there with those students who I would term, hmm, your spiritual practice. You know what I'm saying? Those students (laughs) who push your buttons every single day likely are dysregulated, disrespectful to you, try and engage you in a power struggle. They just exhaust you. And part of the reality is you may really, really care for that student and want better for them. Or the other part of the reality that people rarely want to acknowledge is you might not like him. There are students we simply don't care for. Now, I would say in my own career, they were very, very few and far between. And it always boiled down to not how they treated me, because I could handle that. I was a grown up. I knew that their kind of dysregulation was not a reflection on me. It was something else that was going on in their lives. It was maladaptive coping mechanisms. You know, it was all the things that you could say. We know the kids who need love the most show it in the most unloving ways. Right. So it had really the couple of students who I'm thinking of in all my years of teaching, that I really didn't care for nothing to do with how they treated me. It was to do with how they treated other children, right? That was really unacceptable and unkind and not empathetic. Um, But did they know I didn't like them? Heck no. Let me tell you two little stories. Now, the first one was a little girl who I had, and she was only in first grade, but she showed up in the middle of the year and this girl had a face that could sour milk. I'm telling you, um, things in her life were not good. And I tried to be her ally and I was patient, but she um, was, uh, she had some very unpleasant behaviors and she even, we had an aide in our room who volunteered. Her name was Grandma. She'd been our lunch lady for 26 years. And she even tried to throw Grandma under the bus one time. Um, Grandma was trying to work with her one-on-one and help her. English was a second language for her. And um, I remember this little girl threw herself on the floor and then started screaming and accused Grandma of pulling the chair from under her and kicking her. Like, come on, girl. So anyway, um, struggled with that student, um, struggled with her stepmom even more, but I tried to never let it show. I always understood, like I said, this child was my spiritual practice. I had to take a deep breath every morning and kind of visualize um, us having a productive day. Now, um, did I learn to love this student? I wish I could tell you that. Um, no. I did not. Um, I did get her a lot of resources that she needed. um, And I was in charge of um, student study teams for that year. And as those meetings progressed, I really realized um, how many additional resources she needed for success. So I did write by her. Um, and I always try to be kind and compassionate, but it really got to me. In fact, I'm going to tell you this one thing. Recently, I was at the doctor. I had to get some medication, had, um, you know, I've had some challenges happening, not, you know, too um, proud to say that. And I needed, uh, my anxiety had really ramped up. And that's something I've worked years on is keeping my anxiety under control. But my anxiety had really ramped up and I have no shame in, in going and asking for for help when I need it and this young doctor, she was so lovely and um I was a little embarrassed that I actually started to cry, which is very unlike me. I haven't even ever cried to my therapist. So this poor this poor young doctor who was very young. She was so sweet and she looked at me and you know what she said, she said, you know, we don't get to look inside Mother Teresa's journal. But if we did, I'm sure there's be more than one entry that says, I'm so tired of all this crap. So that seemed like a very empathetic um, way to address it and make me feel better. She did, in fact, make me laugh. But that's how I felt as a teacher, right? Like we work so stinking hard to get through to these kids. We understand intellectually the difficult kids are the kids where we have this chance to make the most impact, right? But that doesn't make it easy. And yeah, even Mother Teresa, if she was in your classroom, in some of her journals would have said, I am so tired of some of this crap. So anyway, let me tell you what happened. This little girl in second grade um, went back to Mexico, family situation, and um, then reappeared in sixth grade. So she was gone for like four years, and then she was back to our same small little school. And I didn't interact with her too much, but I did see her around campus and she did always smile at me. So come to uh, eighth grade promotion. We made a big deal of it, our school, eighth grade graduation, and she was there and she was taking pictures. Um, With her family, and she saw me. I was there. I always supported, you know, all the kids always showed up to graduation. And she ran over to me and grabbed me and said, Come be in the photo with me. Come be in the photo with me. And I'm really, and then as I was in the photo with her, she hugged me and she said, When I was little, you were the only person who was nice to me. Right? That's what she said. (laughs) When I was little, you were the only person who was nice to me. Now, imagine how I felt like, oh my God, like in my heart, i had been carrying around this heavy weight that like, oh, I really don't care for that child. But I did always rise above and treat her respectfully and try and do right by her and, you know, just have love in my heart for her, even though it was difficult. So I just want to tell you that that kid in your room, who is your spiritual practice? Now, realistically, unfortunately, you know, that year she was my one child. You know, the last few years that I taught, there were five or six. It's even harder now. There are so many students in our classrooms who have that kind of impact on us that we've got to really like bring the best of ourselves every day, who really wear us out and who really wear on us. Um, but don't, you know, I heard somebody once say we overestimate what we can do in a week. But we underestimate what we can do in a year, right? That kid's not going to turn around in a week. But consistently over the course of the year, if you keep doing the right thing, it goes back to my little love note from last week. We never know the impact that we have. Like if she hadn't have come back and asked for me to be in that graduation photo, I would never have known what impact I have on her. And that was such a beautiful thing. All right. So I want you to take that with you this week. And I want you to remember, you know, you are not Mother Teresa Um, and even she would have kind of been burnt out on this whole thing. And you are human and it's okay to be human, but you need to keep showing up. Let's keep showing up for these students, especially the ones who are our spiritual practice and just have some kind of faith in the universe that we are paying it forward right? We can be the positive impact in their life, even if we never hear about it, that could stop that kind of generational trauma. So think about that kid. You know that kid that when they're not there, you kind of sigh a relief. Just don't let the rest of the class know you're sighing relief, okay? And as always, I know that you have love in your heart, that you are a kick-ass rock star of a teacher, even though you might not always feel that way. I believe in you in just, you know, create your own path, bring your own sunshine, and be a little gentle with yourself. None of us are Mother Teresa. See you next time. Okay teacher friend, I have something special for you. It is a free copy of my best-selling Positive Mindset Habit Journal for teachers. This is a six-week version of the Best Love Journal. It is a PDF download. It helps you practice flexing your happy muscle with scientifically validated little habits geared towards the teaching day. You put it on your desk, you spend five minutes working on it before you go home. It is transformational, I promise you. To get it, go to gracestevens.com forward slash journal. Come on, how easy is that? Grace Stevens, Stevens with a V, -V S-T-E-V-E-N-S, com forward slash journal. You can get the six week version right now for free. My gift for you. It is well used, well loved by so many teachers, and I'm so happy to gift it to you. So go grab it right now. And even better than that, go tell a friend, share this episode with a friend, tell them to go get their own version of the journal, have an accountability buddy. That's when the magic will happen. a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at teachbetter.com slash podcasts, and we'll see you at the next episode.